Gonna Go Pizza presents The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde. No, I'm not I'm not ready. I changed my mind. Well, we have to be ready now. We're on. We're on. Oh, okay, fine. I've already pressed record. So. Oh, okay, that's good. What are you? What was that? <laughs> I was saying. I was if you're going to commit, say, at least halfway commit. That was, that was, that was yeah. like a 20% commit. It was very, very 15%. Yeah. <sighs> I apologize. You know, I think today's episode is going to be a bit of a, a, a free-for-all. Why is that? Well, normally it is with the, just the three of us anyway. Yes. But also, I mean, it's mid-August. And nothing's happening, and it's the day before Steve's vacation. Uh, he's going to Aberdeen. Yeah. Aberdeen, Scotland. Mm-hmm. Uh, you haven't heard of it, and that's okay. That's uh, not true. <laughs> like, super-duper soccer fans have maybe heard of it. Maybe, possibly. Um, and and apparently they speak English there, although, don't don't tell Steve that. <sighs> I'm not convinced. <laughs> I'm not convinced. It'll Everyone be my second there time is literally Groundskeeper Willie. Oh, my God. What, like... Four times as thick, and and let me preface this with my wife is from there, um, so I'm not just being a jerk. We're also going to Amsterdam. Hold on, hold so on. That'll be super cool. Why do you have to preface this with that? Because some Scots are probably listening right now, going, "What?" <laughs> if a Scottish person came up to you and tried to suggest that they do not have a thick accent, they get laughed out of the room. I don't think you have to say that. They would, like, I don't think you're saying something that's too totally dangerous. Even English people would be like, yeah, we know. See, they would curse me out, um, but like, I wouldn't understand it, so they would just flam at me. Right. And, uh, right. I just don't think you're going to offend anybody, anybody by saying that. I think, I think Scots are proud of that, actually. They have they a good be. humor. Oh, heck yeah. Absolutely. Scottish Twitter, also great. Also great. Yes. Watching them spell their own stuff. Steve's so, never mentioned that before. What? Scottish Twitter. Oh, okay, good. Well, here, let me tell you about it. So, <laughs> It came from this one article three years ago. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of Botany Bay? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, a couple things we got to cover. We actually have a few controversies. Controversies? <laughs> some small ones uh, that involve the hockey world. We got to talk about the Jets and Coyotes jerseys. Oh! We got to talk about the Clef Bomb Hall Scrivens comments. Or or what else could you call it, you Adam? You could call them the Clef Truth Bomb. Oh, wow! Clef Bomb dropped a bomb, and it was a truth bomb, so it's a Clef Truth Bomb. Why are we friends? Um, and then, of course, Tyler Dello. Oh, yeah. And Travis Yost. Mm. There was a Reddit AMA. And we think that you would find it interesting, because if you listen to the show, chances are you are a fan of... Uh, using science to predict things. You might not understand the science. You might be like me and and not understand the math behind it. But if the math behind it's true, you go, well, yeah, well, if the math says so, then that's what I would do. I trust the smart person. Now, that, so this would be the time in the episode where uh, Jim Benning should shut it off right now. Wouldn't Jim, it be great if he was like... Know, give Jim five seconds. Okay, Jim's gone. Oh, good, good, good. Sorry, what were you going to say? It'd be great if he was a regular listener, and he actually right then went, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I want to turn it off. But Adam said I have to. So, this is a very, very interesting conversation. So, Travis Yost. Yes. Set set up who Travis is, Steve. Uh, He's a blogger, primarily analytics-based. I think he's done some work for the enemy. The the senators. Three-letter... 
enemy that shan't be named. No, he's a uh, fan of the senators. Oh. oh, he's all kinds of terrible in that regard. Wow, um, bad choice. I know, too. just awful, just awful. Um, and uh, he uh, did a Reddit AMA about Tyler Dello. Who, but hold up, hold up. Yes. Who is he a fan of? Who's he done work for? Three Letter. Oh, oh. Three Letter Network. Oh. Ah, okay. Yes, NBC. Yes. yes. Um, okay, so he's done some work with them, and 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 so he was he did this Reddit AMA. And he was, yeah. was it about him or was it about Tyler Dello? Well, an AMA is Ask Me Anything, right? So I'm sure someone asked him about Tyler Dello, who, by the way, some of you, some of you may not know. Uh, Dello is, I guess, one of the... I would put him on the like Mount Rushmore of the hockey blogosphere. Um, he was a very early adapter, uh, very cantankerous, which is... I, I think he helped... Um, the hockey blogging analytics community kind of developed that identity right. of being really brash. Um, but he was smart with his writing, too. And that led to a uh, consulting job with the Edmonton Oilers. And recently they uh, opted not to renew him. Which also, conversely, at the same time happened in Montreal, correct? Sort of, yes. Uh, similarly, uh, they did not renew, I think his name is Matt Pfeffer? Pfeiffer? Pfeiffer. Oh, Pfeiffer, sure. Yep. Uh, until further, further notice, he's Matt Pfeiffer. Uh, and the the big thing with him was supposedly he made a passionate pitch to the Canadians when they were talking about doing the P.K. Subban trade. Please, for the love of God, don't do this. Um, and uh, they did it anyway, and uh, that played a role in him uh, not being back with the organization as well. I don't think either of these guys were fired. They just weren't renewed. I don't know if anybody listening works in a corporation. But you'll find if you work in certain corporations in certain environments um, that people are afraid to say no to their uppers. And, and, and actually, that's in any job. Corporation, not corporation, just afraid. Because even if, they're, even if the person they work for is someone that, that needs to hear it because they are wrong. Um, and oftentimes, it's the way you deliver that what you are saying to correct your boss that that makes or breaks them changing their mind now i have to respect mr pfeiffer mm. until further notice that's his name because yes and we'll get to yost and Dello in a second because that is not an easy thing to do he had to know when he was making that pitch that his reputation if they didn't go with him like think of this politically mm-hmm. his reputation is on the line right in politically in the social structure of the Montreal Canadiens, you make that pitch, they go against your word, it means that they don't care what you think. And uh, I got to give him extra props because, you know, him and Dello kind of found themselves in similar situations. No one mentioned Dello's age, not once, in, in all the conversation I saw. With, with Matt, we'll call him now. Call him the Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. With Matt. <laughs> we looked that up, Jesse. Can we just Mackay Pfeiffer? Yes. Uh, not Mackay Pfeiffer. No, there's no Mackay Pfeiffer. There yeah. is no, no movie. Um, with Matt, everyone went, and he's just some 21 year old. Is he 21? He's he's 21. Granted, young. Very young. I'm surprised the Habs hired a guy that young. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people listening to the show can uh, sympathize. You know, you do got to deal with ageism. You know, so you're, it's hard enough to get your point across to a superior and then you got to deal with your age. So, and it's funny because mm. if you're, if you're 21 and your answer is correct, 
It's then, as then, correct then, as a forty-year-old. Yes, correct. your your answer doesn't get correcter. <laughs> uh, the older you get, <laughs> and and it's funny that that in an, in an, in uh, an era where we value youth, we value the knowledge of youth more than ever. Um, it's it's interesting that they would make that move. We need young minds. We need people like in, in our organizations, we need people who can run social media accounts. There's mm-hmm. a lot of old teach. Like I had interns teach me how to use Snapchat and I'm not old, but it, it came, it was like, I'm like, yeah. now nah, I can learn to use this or I can use this properly. So the, you age, can, the age of social media has kind of gotten rid of the middle ground. Yes. So it's either I'm not listening to you because you're too young or this Snapchat stuff is beyond me, but you're young. So here teach with me. no guidance here, <laughs> Yeah, run this with no help or expertise from us because we don't know. Here you go. And you're supposed we'll to know set up you're a, a bot that auto replies to anything you write it, and then people start writing things with <laughs> bad words, and it tweets back at them. Hey, happy 100th anniversary! <laughs> and you. <word. laughs> what, was, what was the thing that did that? It was the it was, it was the, the Montreal, Montreal Canadians. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, it was just. Oh yeah. my god! Their yes. 100th anniversary like little captions, postcards oh, on Twitter. Yeah. Racist <laughs> stuff, oh. and swear words, and sexist I stuff. Oh god! Yeah. Oh my god! We never even talked about that on this show, did we? Yeah, we, we mentioned. We? It. Yeah, we could. It was a while ago. Yeah, dude, you wow. just you can't trust the internet no. like that. What are well, you no, doing? Are you nuts! What well, are that's, you that's doing? people that don't understand the internet. So, so here's this 21 year old kid. He's working for the Montreal Canadiens, mm-hmm. and he has the gall to say to Mark Bergevin and the Brain Trust. Although mm-hmm. I wouldn't use Brain Trust, I would just use people <laughs> making decisions. The not trustworthy people with <laughs> half a brain there. Oh, Adam! Um, How dare you! I, and he goes to them and he goes, you can't do this. Yeah. And they fire him or they let him go. They don't renew him. They, they renew mutu- him. I think they mutually agreed to part ways. Which I think for him will be a smart mm. a smart decision. Don't be surprised, by the way. Don't be surprised when this deal inevitably goes south for them. And it will. I mean, it may not this year. And we may not see it this year. But wait till P.K. Subban wins two or three more Norris trophies and the Nashville <laughs> Predators are winning the Stanley Cup. I hope P.K. does to Montreal what Phil did to Toronto. I don't think it's entirely a coincidence that, uh, you know, Cam Sharon and, you know, a lot of the other analytics uh, writers of... Old. Let, let's, of old. Yeah, 2013. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's a coincidence that they argued against so many things that they thought would be disasters. And then those things ended up being disasters, and they were hired shortly after. Yes. How did you know that? How were you able to predict that? Right. Funny um, numbers. So then, yeah. then that brings us to a similar situation. Yes. In Edmonton. So yes. Travis Yost uh, was asked on the Reddit AMA, and I'm just going to read it verbatim. Yes, please, because I forget. <laughs> From deformed orange. Uh, oh, good. Why do you think Tyler Dello no longer works for the Oilers, and who do you think thought they were better off without him? Ooh. Now Travis Yost answers in, for, by, especially by hockey terms, the most honest way that you've ever seen in your life, which is great. It's so nice because hockey, we're so so. It's so rare that that happens. Not always the best for self preservation, but it's uh, the best for your audience. That's for sure. Tyler, or sorry, Travis says about Tyler. Because he's not a yes man, and that's the direction the team is largely largely going. He'll sign with another team shortly. Which, congrats to whoever gets him. Because, uh, you know, we, we talked about Justin Bourne uh, a lot, and how, you know, it wasn't just that he knew hockey, he knew how to talk about it. He yes. knew how to convey a point. Um, and Justin, who is now working for the Leafs. Yeah, and two of the best guys who 
at that, I think, were Justin, who, yes, is now the Marley's video coach, I believe, unless his position has changed, and Tyler Dello, who is a free agent. Free agent consultant. It's a good way to be. Absolutely. Yeah, or uh, who knows? Maybe he'll uh, be back with Sportsnet instead because he did some stuff with Sportsnet previously, too. I have not spoken to him, by the way. So, interestingly, interestingly, both of these teams made highly questionable, yeah. uh, probably terrible moves. Not, not, And that is not to bash Shea Weber or Adam Larson. That doesn't mean that they're bad hockey players. Two Let me get that out of the way. fantastic players. Yep. I, don't, I think Shea Weber's on the decline, but it doesn't mean he's not a world-class hockey player. I'll take both on the Leafs tomorrow. Absolutely. Uh, but for what they were traded for, the value does not line up. And I wonder if this, that same situation did not happen in Edmonton. Passionate plea like, this is wrong. Don't make this t- haul for Larson deal. You're not getting enough in return. And they did it anyway. See, I'm a little mi- I'm mystified by Hall. I think there's a couple things here, but I'm mystified by Hall because with Subban, there were all these like little whispers and little leaks to the media, and oh, he was late for a bunch of practices, and there was this and there was that. But no player just straight up came out and went, "Yep, it kind of sucked not having him," or, or "Sorry, it kind of sucked having him." Markov said something a little cryptic, uh, which I thought was weird because that's that was his D partner for a long time. Um, what did he say? Do you remember I, I can't remember exactly. It's it's been so long since we did a show, just the three of us, right? Right. And so stuff kind of goes to the wayside. But Jesse's furiously looking that up right now. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll find it. So there was nothing too concrete about PK. But now we've had two players who played with Hall on the Oilers who have come out and uh, sort of called him out. Scrivens didn't really do it on this show. Um, he talked about the trade. I thought pretty fairly, pretty analytically, um, you know, from the GM standpoint, from the on-ice standpoint. And then Clefbaum just comes out and he goes, Taylor wasn't there uh, when we needed him the most. And then I believe it was Russian reporter Igor Ironko uh, asked Scrivens about it because Scrivens is now on a KHL team, Dynamo Minsk. And Scrivens went, yeah, I think there's some truth to that. Now, it's funny. When Ben Scrivens was on this program, he mentioned a phenomena that happens on Twitter. And oh. that is, well, you can't even keep a job in the, you can't even, you're an AHL goaltender. Mm. So what right have you to speak? And as soon as Scrivens came out and backed that up, somebody in my timeline retweeted somebody else retweeting that oh, saying, yeah. oh, he can't even find a job in the AHL. He has to go to the KHL. What a loser. How about loser? How about he agreed with your team's best defenseman? How about that? How about he agreed with a guy who was locked up for, what, six more years? Seven years? Yeah. Clef bomb? A clef truth bomb. Clef truth bomb. On a bad day, he's your second best defenseman? Okay. I mean, yeah, who's he, I guess? Well, listen, if you're if you're good enough to play in the KHL and you played on the team, if you're good enough to play in the NHL, I think you can make the comment without people going, your contract expired. Like You wouldn't be saying it if he was like, he's great. Oh, well, what would you know about how great he is? You're in the KHL. Yeah. You know, that, you wouldn't... that would be like saying, if you if you apply that logic, that means that nobody who hasn't played in the NHL can make comments about about the NHL. What, so I'm going to retire <laughs> from the podcast and from videos right now? Yeah, you have to stop, Steve, because you don't count. It's a shame. I was told that for a long time. 
And luckily, I ignored it. That is probably and the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Kept being a loudmouth. Yeah, oh yeah. That would be like saying if if you if you're a player, you're you'd automatically be a great coach, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, that's well. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a, that's a story for my book, right? A, <laughs> um, so, and that that kind of, I, I find it very very funny that these people. It's like they've paid lip service. It's like the Oilers and the Habs have paid lip service. They've gone, okay, we're going to acknowledge that this new form of hockey knowledge exists, and we're going to hire people. But then we're not going to listen to those people when they disagree with us. And what that just tells you is that, again, as as much as we think analytics has won a victory, you know, with, uh, um, and I forget his name, in in. Arizona. Um, John Chaka? John Chaka, and obviously Kyle Dubas, and all the guys here in Toronto, um, and there's a few more around the league. We really have a ton of hard-headed, old, old guard hockey men still running the show Good. that are not willing to embrace it. Good. Great. Do they work for the Leafs? Nope. Great. Good. Like it, my, heart, my heart doesn't bleed for these teams. My heart like, beats, bleeds for the Oilers, for their fans. Only one team wins the Stanley Cup. You know, if 29 teams are that dumb and the Leafs aren't one of them, great. Sick. I don't care. Like, at this point, the information's out there. Use it or don't. See if I care. As long as the Leafs... Steve doesn't care, Jesse. If it's not the Leafs, Steve doesn't care. He doesn't care. I mean, that's what we should have named the podcast. If it's not the Leafs, we don't care. Isn't that what it's named? I thought it was. Yeah, yeah me too. I mean, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah, it's a little, it's a little big for a coffee mug or, or, <laughs> or something like that. But we're working on. It. I, we're, we gotta. We got. Don't we? Don't we shorten it if it's I? Oh, don't even try. I, don't even no, try. No, no, this isn't going well. T and oh, this know. is like Jesse's song. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I committed to that. I committed to that. Um, there was there was one thing you reminded me that I wanted to talk about with Dello, and it's. I mean, it's not. Uh, it's not a lot of analysis in it. But man, that has to just suck so much. Um, not career-wise, he'll be fine. Oh he'll, yeah, he'll be fine. But he's an Oilers fan. Like that's how he grew up, mm. and he worked for the Oilers, and he's not with them anymore because he's not a yes man to a bunch of guys he totally disagrees with. And I'm just trying to think of that. Like, imagine if I was smart enough. I know you got to imagine real hard to work for the Leafs. And I was a fan of them my whole life, and I got to work for them. And oh my god, guys, I work for the Leafs. And then they just sign David Clarkson and you know make a make a bunch of stupid decisions. And I just have my heart broken. I, and I got to leave. Like that that has to suck. So you know what? It, it probably sucks right now. But you got to look long term on this stuff because here's what owners remember. Okay, so the the ownership. Say say you're Jeff Molson. And you're, you completely, <coughs> excuse me, believe in Mark Bergevin, which I don't know how that's possible, but you do. Um, then all of a sudden, Mark Bergevin screws up your team. And and th- th- believe me, this will happen. In the next three years, this will happen. Yeah. You know, Carey Price, as long as he's good, the team's good. But Carey Price has been injured. And Carey Price is also an unrestricted free agent quite soon. And you who know knows if man. he wants to stick around. Damn it, though. If he returns to Carey Price form, this all goes you, away. If you have Carey Price, you you can win a Stanley Cup Absolutely. with a mediocre team. I agree, and, and I might eat my words. I think. Oh, oh, will it just be World War Three? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And it'll be fun to watch. But if I'm right, Jeff Molson looks at that 21 year old kid 
because this because PK will be the real defining moment in the, all of this, the turning point, you could say. Oh, yeah. He'll look at back at this and go, who was the guy that was against this? Oh, right. That 21 year old kid who's now 26, 27. Well, I've tried it with the old guys. Maybe I'll try the young guy. I would not rule rule out either uh, Pfeiffer or Dello going back to those teams eventually. If I were them, if I would look, I would look at it and go, "Hey, maybe, maybe right now it's not the time for me, mm. but maybe one day it will be, or maybe it's be some other team." Yeah. That's I also business. I don't know if Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer. I don't know if he had a, any kind of like allegiance to Montreal. Yeah, um, but Dello, like God, that would suck. Like I worked for. Uh, the Leafs like website that was as close as I got. Mm-hmm. But like, if I worked for the team and they broke my heart like that, oh god, that that's just got to sting so much. But it would feel oh so good one day when you're the general manager and you're doing all the decisions that you should. <laughs> Never know. And that's how you have to look at it. Never and know. I, I, that's how I would look at it if I were them. Great, good for you. But but what do you know? You're twenty some. Twenty eight. Yeah, you don't I'm know. Old. I'm already too old. <laughs> yeah, that's true. By, by today's GM standards, like, I mean, you have to be, like, 26 to and, and have a mathematics master's. Yeah, and, and I mean, let me let me stick up for the Habs for a second. You know, there were a lot of strong opinions I had when I was 21. Seven years later, I'm like, eh. <laughs> I don't know if I should have believed in those quite as strongly. But uh, you are going to have to deal with that. You're going to be right in a lot of situations and completely dismissed for... Being a kid. Yeah, but Bergevin's playing the when in doubt carry price card. Mm. You're a kid to everyone uh, except for taxis and you're an adult. <laughs> so when we come back, we got to talk about a controversy that's a non-controversy, but a somewhat of a controversy. In a non-troversy. A non-troversy. Wow. What a cleft bomb, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. We'll be right back on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. So let's talk about the Winnipeg Jets Mm. And the Phoenix Coyotes. The Phoenix Arizona. Arizona. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay. So put a dollar in the Phoenix jar. Phoenix jar. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Winnipeg Jets will be wearing their 1979 throwback jerseys. Uh, the who? The the Winnipeg Jets. I don't. I what? I don't understand. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets organization. The, no, uh, the WHA. Stopped, no, those stopped being a team in in like mm-hmm. uh, 1996. I think it was. I, uh, yes, but they then no. they brought them back. They brought them back. Oh, the Atlanta Thrashers. Well, yeah, but I mean, they moved from Atlanta to Winnipeg and then became the Jets. Right. So, you, right. The former Atlanta Thrashers. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah, right. I understand. So yep. the the team formerly known as Atlanta Thrashers. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um, is playing the team formerly known as the Winnipeg Jets mm. in a very NHL Christmas. Uh, this is really like it's it's all it's a bad script for a bad Christmas movie, um, but. What's interesting about this is the Winnipeg Jets could not use their jersey from the is it the late eighties, early nineties? Uh, something like that. They couldn't use the NHL Jets version of the jersey because the Winnipeg Jets own that jersey. Wait, who owns the jersey? Oh, sorry, the Winnipeg Jets can't use the Winnipeg Jets jersey because the Winnipeg Jets own it. Okay, yeah, okay. Just yeah. making sure so everyone the, understands the Winnipeg that. Jets of. Oh, sorry. The Atlanta Thrashers can't use the Winnipeg the Jets jersey Jets, because yeah. the Winnipeg Jets own the Winnipeg Jets. The Winnipeg Jets jersey of, of Arizona. Arizona. Winnipeg Formerly Jets. Phoenix. Win- win- Formerly Phoenix, yes. Is that what's, is that what's happening? Win- Winnipeg Jets. Yes, that is what happened. Okay, I'll the stop Winyotes? being a jerk. The Winyotes? So, 
Here's what everyone got all no. in a tizzy no about. No Winyotis? The okay. Winyotis, Adam. That's, that's freaking great. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Nope. The Winyotis. More like the Kynotis. Oh! All right, go ahead, buddy. Okay, yeah, that's probably not good for the <laughs> microphone. Oh, who cares? Anyway, it's stable. Yeah, you're right. I should punch it, too. So everyone got all in a tizzy because uh, the Winnipeg Jets, the current Winnipeg Jets, Mm-hmm. Released their Heritage Classic jersey, I think it is, and it had the an, an old school logo on it from the WHA. Um, Which I'm I'm surprised they got the trademark for that. I wonder who had that. The uh, supposedly the Jets ownership group bought it off of whoever they needed to buy it off of, right? Mm-hmm. So that's their jersey for the Heritage Classic, and some people got all crazy about it. Because the old school jet stuff from the 80s and 90s, like you mentioned, is technically owned by the Arizona Coyotes, who are that team. They are that franchise. Like, yeah. they, they didn't dissolve the franchise. They moved it. Yeah. And everyone was saying, oh, well, you're the Thrashers, so you can't do that. Because people are jerks. When you go to the history books, who... Arizona has the Winnipeg records from the previous franchise. Yeah, I believe or so. Or did they Winnipeg I believe so. gain them back? Here's what I would know. No. no. If okay. I were if I were the NHL. Like the Winnipeg all-time leading scorer is like Kovalchuk or something. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Perfect sense. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. Um, or Danny Healy, I don't know. Whatever. If I were the NHL, here's what I would do. I would give the records... Back to the to the city of Winnipeg. Oh boy! Okay, because nobody owns those records. Then talk well, the is going to murder does. you. No, the franchise doesn't own them though. Yeah, they, they're just records they produced by the franchise when they were the franchise. Right. So they kept them when right. they moved. But that's not the same ownership group. I think we've seen fourteen different owners since they moved. Matter. I think they might Southern. be owned by the NHL. Yeah, I don't even I'm know anymore. They're still partly owned yeah. by Gary. Bettman. My disdain for this storyline is uh, well documented. I don't care. Get so on the ice and shoot the puck. So here's here's what you can do. Is give the Jets back to Winnipeg? <laughs> that wouldn't make sense. And just let it go. Mm-mm. That w- that's like and and okay there, Elsa. And if if I mean if Atlanta had wanted it, I'm sure the Calgary Flames would have been like, yeah, sure, keep your Atlanta Flames records. We who cares? Uh, and if the California you Golden Seals ever up. come back, yeah. I don't think anyone's. Gonna, you know what I mean? I don't even know which teams are what. I just what? Who cares? Are okay. the Devils You're the local Rockies? Fan. You're a local fan, right? Know. You're a local fan. Yeah. You are a local sports team fan. Yeah. Do you care about a franchise record when the franchise came from another city? See, I care about the Leafs franchise records. Why? So I think, because it's important. It's now, if the Leafs moved to Shawinigan. Okay. Okay. Pawtucket. Now, yeah, the Pawtucket Toronto Maple Leafs. Pawtucket Leafs, not Toronto. The Pawtucket Buckets. Yeah. There we go. And they changed their name to the Pawtucket Buckets. <laughs> okay. Those those franchise records yep. happened in Toronto. Therefore, they belong to the city of Toronto. They belong to the franchise which moved. What a joke. What a joke. You <laughs> see, you see, joke. you see this mess though? Yeah. But what I was saying is can't for the love of God, the jerseys are beautiful. Yeah. In an era, and not not an era. It's the, everyone always makes garbage alternate jerseys. Whenever a team 
almost every time a team uh, decides to change their jersey, it's a carnival. It's a catastrophe. And they made these beautiful, I would wear this freaking jersey, and I don't even like the team. I don't care. I would buy this beautiful jersey. Can't we just enjoy a nice thing? And Twitter said, absolutely not. <laughs> we will not. Because the Jets are not the Jets. The Coyotes are the Jets. What are you talking about? Look at the jersey. It's got white. It's got red. It's got blue. It's be- it's beautiful. Put it on your stupid chest or don't. It's, it's for the, the way- fans in Winnipeg, the fans of the Jets. Let them wear it. Let them enjoy it. And, and by the shut way- up. Can we just be honest? The 1970s Jets jerseys are way better than the early or the late 80s, early 90s ones. Uh, get, no, I don't know. No, that. get out They're of here. Pretty good. Get out of here with your disagreement. It's better. It's better. They're better. I'm sorry. I would rather see. I would rather see Howard Chuck era uh, or not Howard Chuck era Jets. I want to see like Bobby Hall era Jets. I was about to say, over, man. I'm trying to think of a Jet over that old. Phil Housley. Thomas Steen era Jets. Okay. Ooh. Chris Draper era Jets. Bob Essenza. Good one. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Nikolai Happy Bull. Happy Bull. I had, um, strangely, I know the Winnipeg Jets from that era quite well because I went to a burger place called Licks here in Toronto. And for some reason, they were selling a chain. They were selling hot. Well, yeah. They don't know. Like, oh, I don't know if it's outside of Ontario though. That's the thing. Oh, okay. Fair um, enough. There's a couple of licks around though. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so that they at the time, one just place called Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> at the time, they were McDonald's. Sell- <laughs> with kids meals. They Is that trying you- to sell- tell a story here? <laughs> Should we keep interrupting? He might. Well, here. Okay, let him go. <clears throat> There's a word I want to use. Who is the Whopper? This is the only word I want to use right now. Um, But they were giving away hockey team card packs. But the hockey teams were like, these card packs were like four years old. So I get this in 2000. It's from like 1996, like their last year there. And And I got the entire. Earlier, yeah. Okay, fine. I got the entire Winnipeg Jets hockey team. From like 94, 95. That's cool. Steve, I really, really want to <laughs> tell you to do something, but we're on the radio right now. And I, I, I so, I hope you enjoy your 10 degree weather in Aberdeen. Hey, it's okay? like 14. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, anyway, so like there's, there's a lot of like really good Jets players that weren't good on the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> they were but they were really good everywhere else. If I remember correctly in NHL 93 they were awesome cuz you only played as the team's top line. Oh. I mean you got Tamu. Yeah. The, the Blues were sick too because of Brett Hull. There you go. There you um go. Arizona didn't reveal their jerseys, did they? Are they getting new jerseys? No, for the Heritage Classic. Are they playing each other? Is that how this is working? Oh, who are they playing? I don't know. I thought they were playing I, each other. I don't yeah, know. I thought Dude, play- there's too many outdoor games. <laughs> I thought they were playing each other. But I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait till they do and they have to throw it back to 10 years ago. Like, Yo, they should wear... <laughs> it should just be home versus away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey is about as far back as... Who will Tamu play for? Oh my god, yeah, right? You imagine? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and the, all the Jets have, like, oh my god, we gotta bring back alumni. They bring back, like, Kelly Buckberger. <laughs> and and uh, Posse Nermanen. <laughs> man, the Thrashers used to suck. Oh my god. Scott Mellenby. It's Jeez. the Oilers and the Jets, my bad. Oilers and the Oilers Jets. And the Jets. Fair oh, that's right, because... Yeah, they revealed the jerseys, and the Winnipeg Jets yeah. have this bold new jersey with the old school look, and everyone's like, wow, look at this. And then the Oilers, 
I think just came out with their jersey. Their third jersey. Because <laughs> they're still classic. You know what? <laughs> the you obnoxiously know? orange That's one. That's why that Gallo I... got fired. Because he probably told them the jersey sucked. And they weren't happy. <laughs> we're going to trade it. Taylor Hall for Adam Larson. Uh, I advise against that, but it's okay. Also, we're going to wear these bright orange abominations. What? Are you crazy? Are you trying to play a hockey game or land a plane? What are you doing with those jerseys? There's I, four I like outdoor you know, games next Edmonton, year. Edmonton really <laughs> That's does. It? That's it. Only four. In a lot of ways, you know, with the exception of drafting Connor McDavid, Edmonton does a lot to distance their fans from liking the team. Edmonton fans, God bless them, are the most devoted human beings on the face of the earth. You know what I forgot? What? Uh, Gretzky's back. Gretzky's back in Edmonton. What's he? What's he doing? Oh, the statue! Uh, no, 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 no. Keith Gretzky oh. is uh, now part of uh, Oilers management. Okay, and he was formerly in Boston. Mm-hmm. And he was part of that video that horrifies Oilers fans and Which Bruins is what? fans. Which is what? The video where they're talking about um, why they should or shouldn't, and mostly should trade Tyler Sagan. <sighs> Which is still, <laughs> at what point do you take that video down because you're ashamed of it? Like, it, okay, if the second trade is amazing for you, yeah, leave it up. But you get fleeced. Friggin' take it down. What are you doing? Uh, I just think it's funny. It's great. I think it's funny. But uh, back to the jersey. Hockey fans, gosh, try your darndest to enjoy something. Just do it. Just do it. I promise I you won't that, regret it. I think it's just, I think that's the world right now. I think we just can't find a way to enjoy sh- things. And it's it's sad. Like okay. Like here's the thing. Suicide squad. Let's just let's use that as an example. Oh boy. You ready for this? I have no dog in this Everybody fight. Everybody get ready to tweet at Adam Wild. Yeah. Suicide Squad is a good movie. Oh. oh. Where's the Is Suicide Squad a great movie? No. Is Suicide Squad a fun movie? Yes. Is Suicide Squad going to have a deep plot that makes you think about it for weeks later like when you read 1984 by George Orwell? No. So why are you going in with expectations like that? What the hell is wrong with people? This is a movie. Like, people are like, I can't believe that this movie did this, this, and that. You have to establish eight characters in the first half an hour of the movie. That is not easy to do. Tell them why you're mad. I'm mad. You mad. <laughs> I'm mad because nobody can just go, this is, okay, this is what this should be. The, the reason I don't like the All-Star game is because the All-Star game should be fun, and it's not. It's not. If something is supposed to be fun, go in with the expectations of, oh, this is going to be light fun, and then walk away and be okay with that. But what if your job is to review the movie? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. But if you are a movie reviewer, you also have to keep that in mind. That would be like some of these movie some of these critics walk into walk into a movie like that and expect it to be Oscar caliber. They they go, "Well, I'm going to put this up against Benjamin Button and boy, it sure doesn't match up, Jim." And you know, I that's like that's literally like Don Cherry expecting a Stanley Cup and, and being upset about it in the first game of the season. It's ridiculous. They're not in the same see, league. Is that, is that yes. a good comparison? Yes. Ah, I've stepped back from the mic because I'm like, let's see how Adam does this one. <laughs> it's true. I'm not convinced, Adam. Have you, know you seen what? Suicide Squad? No, because okay. the moment I saw the trailer for the first time, I went, that movie is going to be a pile of garbage. <laughs> now, keep in mind, Steve, Steve gets turned off by things that have too much hype. 
So therefore, starring Jared, Le- I'm out. Sa- so has not watched <laughs> Game of Thrones. So I don't know how valid your argument not is, Not because friend. I don't think it's good. No, because, because I don't have because, an intention span. No, it's because a, everybody a, a likes it. in myself. You said on this show it's because everybody likes it. Well, okay, man, you have to watch Game of Thrones. I, I bet I don't. I live in a democracy. <laughs> well, but, Steve, you sure proved us wrong. I, I did. You don't have to. I did. He sure doesn't so have to. So you take that, Khaleesi. The newest, everybody has to watch it is Stranger Things. It's actually really good. I really did that. Everybody has to watch Stranger Things. And, and I'm like, hey, 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 maybe start by explaining what the hell it is. Yeah. Like, Because one day it just showed up. Mm-hmm. It just showed up and it's the new thing Things that everyone happen. loves. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's a really good show. Really, really good show. I loved it. It's a, it's a mystery. Like It's a, like an 80s mystery. That's it. It's pretty simple. (laughs) I went in with no expectations. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then I walked away and didn't get upset when it wasn't Benjamin Button. Okay. (laughs) Do do you ever let something affect your opinion that really shouldn't? What do you mean? Well, so I looked at that trailer for Suicide Squad and I went, yeah, this looks like a pretty bad movie. This looks like something I'm not going to enjoy at all. And I was like, all right, maybe I'll go see it. Maybe I'll go see it. And then I... I saw a tweet, and forgive me, I don't remember who it was by, but it's basically Jared Leto walks up to someone, throws his pee at them, and then, oh, yeah. and then he just goes, "I'm crazy." Yeah, all the tweets. About, I couldn't do it after that. All the I tweets about his it. method acting were very funny. Yeah, they. I have to give you that. Yeah, and that you know what? I was, couldn't do it. Was it Esquire? <laughs> it was out. It was Esquire magazine that posted something on Facebook, and it was like, it was like, "Yo, Jared Leto, shut the blank up about your method acting," and I'm like. Everybody's asking him about his method acting, mm-hmm. so he's answering the question. Are you just angry because Jared Leto wouldn't talk to you, or he's doing media and people are asking yes! him the question? He's promoting a movie. Yeah. Stop talking about Suicide <laughs> Squad. Stop, stop talking about <laughs> that movie. Exactly. Stop talking about how you prepared for that role that everybody's been wa- wanting to see for like... six months. Oh my god! It was just, oh, it drives me crazy. Anyway, long story short. The I Jets should like be able to keep the jerseys. The Jets should be able to have their jerseys. <laughs> oh, <those> yes. <laughs> and those wins and those goals and those moments, oh. those belong not to the franchise, but to the city of, of Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Period. End of story. And if you're the Coyotes, get, give them, like, ask for like 100 Gs and give them their damn licenses. Like, come on. Yeah. I'm not too worried about that. It's, I don't know. And Jets fans. Relax. Relax and be happy with your victory there. Because Coyotes fans were telling me, okay, look, these Jets fans are wearing me out here. So just be happy in your victory. You don't have to rub it in anyone's face. You know who you need to worry about? The Oilers, because that's who you're playing in that game. (sighs) There's more like small questions. Like, does Arizona have the Winnipeg's banners hanging in their arena? That's a great question. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Do you take the banner? Does Colorado have Quebec's banners in there? Does Quebec have any banners? Does Quebec, yeah. Quebec <laughs> I don't know. Banners? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, um, I know the answer to that. They don't, they don't have the... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's a, well, and this is all good practice. Yeah. For when Quebec gets a team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they want their, their stuff back. <laughs> is it going to be, you know... Did Guy Lafleur ever play for Quebec? No. I remember Guy Lafleur <laughs> on, on Colorado. Clear as day. Mm-hmm. It's in their franchise. Yeah. He is on their franchise. That's true. Um, it's yeah. Weird. It's weird. That is weird. He also played for the Rangers. Yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> so, so it didn't happen. That's how it works. Um, did you? Well, that also means that um, Theo Fleury was a Quebec Nordique. Did you know that? I do now. Yeah, so, how does that lock So it was Tamu Solani. 
So it was because they played for the Colorado oh, Avalanche. Yeah. See, okay, yeah. Well, Patrick Watt played for both the Montreal Canadiens and the Quebec Nordiques. Do you know how long the Reddit post about this segment is going to be? <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait! I cannot wait for this 16-page essays about this. I can't wait till we get to what somebody already wrote about you on Reddit. Oh god. It's going to, in conclusion, Jared Leto is a Coyotes fan. Oh, my God. The Suicide Squad post alone on our Reddit page is going to oh be bananas. <laughs> Listen, uh, I You know what's going to be super? When I don't read it or care. Oh. No. Here, make a Reddit post about why Steve, why it's, why Steve should care. <laughs> Someone said, like, the best thing about Suicide Squad is all the Harley Quinn costumes this Halloween. Like, that, that's, yeah. it. that's it. That's good for someone. That's, that's not true. But that's good for someone. Oh, everyone's going to be Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah. Are know, you kidding me? Yeah, of course. And they're going to be, oh, who's going to be the absolute showed who shows up to Halloween parties shirtless with purple gloves and is like, I'm the Joker, man. He's not per- He's not shirtless in it, though, I don't think. He is in the trailer, and that's good enough. Is he shirtless? He's usually in wearing the promotional a tie. posters, anyway. he's like, <laughs> um, the, was that a good Joker, Jesse? The, yeah. That face? You'll see it on YouTube. Don't piss at people. <laughs> <laughs> Did that, okay, I'm what is crazy. that? Is that based on something? No, it was. It was the he was sending rats. He sent rats to um, Will Smith. Not well. I guess it was Will Smith and Margot Robbie as like gifts or something. Like he was doing mm. weird stuff, and he he wouldn't let people talk to him on set unless they referred to him as Mister J. And the, by this way, that happens. That oh, happens. shut up, Daniel Day, idiot! <laughs> that also happens with uh, Johnny Depp and Pirates. Oh, uh, he completely goes into that character and never leaves. <laughs> and Daniel Day does he get a ship? Then just go out to sea? I don't know. Does Do he they have to refer- become a pirate, or he just walking around Soho as a pirate? They have Listen, to refer to him as Mister K. Who, Richards. Okay, before we make fun, who owns an island and who doesn't? Australia. It's obviously working for Johnny. Okay, he owns his own freaking island. Claim everything when you go to Australia. <laughs> um, can I ask you guys just to switch gears for a second? What kind of world do you think Tim Tebow lives in? What's Tim Tebow's day to day like? He wakes up in the morning, mm-hmm. um, decides <laughs> decides he wants a pizza. From I don't think so. I don't think he eats pizza. No. Oh, uh, he's yeah. In, he's in good shape. Fair, fair enough. Okay. He wants a. Um, he wants something he's never cooked in his life, but he heads to the kitchen with confidence. He can make that better than anyone's ever made it. I think that's the best way that anybody's ever put it. Now here's the deal. If you're in case you haven't been keeping track, Tim Tebow is currently working on a home reno show with Mike Holmes. Did not know that. Homes on Homes. Every Christmas, he also hosts the uh, Disney party, like the parade. Yes. Down on uh, on ABC. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a guy who was a bad (laughs) NFL quarterback who was a spectacular college football player. Yes. And and had one of the best defenses in history push him to the playoffs where he lost in like the first game. Now... No, no, no. Oh, he won the first won game the first in game. OT. Oh, yeah, against the that Steelers. Crazy How did game? I forget? Yeah, you beat oh. your Steelers, yeah. Yes. First play that of overtime. That made me so mad. Oh, my <sighs> God, that was a bad year. And then, because I was already a Leafs fan, and then that. <laughs> uh, Shut up! The Steelers <laughs> have 19 friggin' Super Bowls in the last 12 yeah, years. Yeah, but they don't have 20. And that that makes... Exactly, Steel- Steel- exactly. Steel- Steeler fans have high expectations. Adam thinks the Yankees are hard done by. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... 
So Tim Tebow currently doing that. So what do you think his next job is? And I know you know the answer. Yes, of course. And that is uh, the lead role in Space Jam 2. Or I, I suppose now he has to wait for Space Jam 3 after LeBron James gets mm-hmm. Space Jam 2. No. <laughs> because he's going to play Bayball. I got to read you Deadspin's first line. Oh, yeah. I was going to God, they're really hit and miss. They, but when they hit. When they hit, they hit dingers. And they hate Debo. Yeah, they said, what fresh hell is this? <laughs> where Alex Rodriguez is hanging up the cleats and Tim Debo is, sorry, where Alex Rodriguez is hanging up the cleats and Tim Debo, Debo is trying to tr- uh, put them on. According to Adam Schefter, <laughs> TV personality Tim Tebow, which they call TV him. personality, <laughs> okay. Will hold a workout for scouts later this month in the hope of landing a career in the MLB. All 30 MLB, MLB teams will be invited to the workout later this month, where Tebow will hope to catch on as an outfielder. He apparently has spent the last year training for this. I mean, he's an athlete. Those, and this is a direct quote from Adam Schefter's report, apparently. Those who have seen Tebow hit have been surprised he picked up the sport so quickly after not playing it since he graduated high school in... Uh, 2005. Five. That's wow. correct. I, I pulled that out of the air. How long ago was 2005? 11 years ago. <laughs> So again, I ask you, I bring it back to the first question. And Steve, you can answer it the same way. What world does Tim Tebow live in day to day? A world of belief, Adam. A world where anything's possible if you put your mind to it and you work <laughs> and you live right. Is that such a bad world to live in? It's not. It's not. I just am... I am... A negative, awful no, person. I am is what blown you are. away. You need Jesus. Why can't Tim Tebow wear a Winnipeg Jets jersey? Why can't right? he own the rights to the Tim franchise? Tim Tebow literally is Kanye West of sports. Because he literally believes he can do anything. Only the thing is that the difference is success. See, Kanye um, West yeah. is really good at one thing, though. But he says he's good what at everything. What is Tim Tebow's one thing? No, no, no. That's not and true. at least Kanye kind of backed it up. Yeah, yeah. Ask, Kanye, ask Kanye what he's good at, though. And he'll tell you he's good at architectural design. He's got ideas that can change the world. He's also a great film guy. House, he's also wait. a great fashion guy. Like, that's what Kanye says about Kanye. Tim is like, I'm just going to do it. I I sort of respect that, although I'm kind of mystified by it. See, I'm actually kind of cool with him trying this. Why not? He's just trying it. Why doesn't he just become The Bachelor? You know? Oh, that's fully going to happen. Oh, for sure. I was going to say, I'm cool with him trying this because I think you should be trying, you should be able to try anything until tomorrow when he's like, hey guys, uh, my name's Tim and this is my hockey blog. And I go, what? (laughs) Get off of my turf, Tebow! Anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up. Um, when we when we go into the download portion of this, we got to talk a little bit about the Olympics and some of the controversies that have arisen, which is hilarious because if there's anybody who's doing, according to the internet, a bad job of covering the Olympics, it's NBC. <laughs> and <laughs> I feel bad for NBC because every Olympics, it's the same story. Everybody yeah. hates the coverage on NBC and, and Americans go out of their way to watch CBC. In Canada, that's pretty great. Yeah. Now there's some there's some announcer things that we have to talk about, which are hysterically funny, on the download portion of the Steve Dangle podcast, which you can get at Sportsnet.ca. It is brought to you by Panago Pizza. It's what's on the inside that counts. Oh, yeah. It's belief. It's no, walking into that kitchen and going, I can make a Panago Pizza, but you can't. So call them and order one because it'll be better. Dish beliefs. Okay, so let's. I want to put you in the announcer's seat. Okay. You're doing the Olympics. And it, really, it could be any sporting event. So let's say an athlete um, 
is, and you know this athlete's backstory, and you're explaining this athlete's backstory to an audience, okay? The athlete's backstory is their parents weren't involved for whatever reason. In this particular case, drugs and alcohol, which is tragic, right? You know, addiction is a tragic disease, um, but it's, it's prevalent. It happens all the time. So this athlete's parents really are their grandparents because they adopted them. Okay? okay. I'm not sure who you're referring to. Doesn't matter. Okay. Just say athlete X. So athlete X is parents. Really, they were raised by their grandparents who adopted them as their own. Okay. Tell me, would you get into an argument on Twitter? Yes. <laughs> With fans of that athlete. After going on TV and saying they were her grandparents. So here's the deal. Okay. There's a guy. Come on. Al Troutwig is a NBC announcer out of New York. Al Troutwig. I've never heard of him before. Uh, he's got 19.9 thousand followers, so people know him. And he referred to uh, Ron and Nellie Biles, who are the grandparents of superstar athlete Simone Biles, who mm-hmm. she does. Is it tumbling? I forget the exact. Some kind of flipping thing. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, uh, friggin'. You know, damn it. You know, Palma horse? What's that? I don't. Go ahead. She's a gymnast. Okay. She's, <laughs> She's a gymnast. A gymnast. She's an incredible gymnast at that. He referred to them as grandparents, but they adopted her and her sister in 2001 when their parents were fighting drug and alcohol issues. Now, somebody said, hey, Al Tratwig, stop calling her parents, uh, stop calling her parents, her grandfather and his wife. They are, they are her parents. They're not her, her grandparents. They're her parents now. So Al wrote, they may be mom and dad. But they are not her parents. Wow. Oh. Now, they're, grand, they're grandparent parents. See, I was with him. I was, he didn't need to say that. I was with him. Al, what are you doing? How about, uh, how about either work? How, how about, about you don't respond about, on Twitter? Yes. There is a, there's an interesting combination there. Okay. Talk to me. So... I think it's okay for people to be wrong sometimes without you biting their head off or even correcting them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even think you need to. Like, are there are there innocent mistakes still? Yes. But not there are some bad Twitter. ones. Yeah. And you should call out the bad ones. Is that a bad one? Eh. I, eh. I mean it's the here's the thing, is that it isn't biologically incorrect. They are I don't know if you need to take out... I, I think you might need to take out the first word there. Yeah. However, she it's was... just not incorrect. She considers them her parents. Which makes it correct, though. Right? Yeah. So, so if she wants to consider them her parents, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, guess, I would say... Who I would cares say, what you want to call them? They're not her grandparents to her. Who cares? They're her parents. So I, if, yes, that's what, be. if that's what they want to call her, yeah. and he would have been prepped on that, believe me. Uh, that's true. Come on, like that's he, true too. If you're going to the Olympics, you got binders full of information on these people. Mm-hmm. That's true too. Uh, binders full of women. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> said that again? I think it was Mitt Romney. Oh yeah, binders of women that were binders for him. full of. Oh women. my God! <laughs> wow, yeah, man, it's just America. Um, so my question <laughs> for this is why get fun. into why why start this fight? Because now he's had to come out and apologize, and he deleted the tweet. But of course, people screen capped it. I just because you came out okay look it's okay there are innocent mistakes but if someone points out the innocent ish mistake 
you don't go, so what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're, yeah. Because you know uh, what you on, say? dude. You know what? You're right. Uh, you know what? We're, or agree to disagree. or any, But going out and saying they are not, capital letters, N-O-T, her parents? Dude, you've just taken a somewhat right and made it completely wrong. Because like, that is incorrect. And then, so here's somebody else. Um tweeted him and said uh and now you and invite everyone else now you've mm-hmm. invited everyone else to because the conversation. someone else tweeted and it wasn't him directly but he was tagged in it, and they're like lmao this guy needs a life and a brain so he retweets it and goes how's your life going compared to mine oh <laughs> so he's just a giant douchebag like he just, he just well, lives his life as a dude. Maybe, maybe he's a really nice guy. But I don't, I don't believe that. I don't know. <laughs> no, but here's for the thing. reasons, people say things all the time. Someone's saying he needs to get a life. His response, and rightfully so, is "Fuck you! I'm at the Olympics, Dick. What are you doing?" But you don't actually say that. Exactly. <laughs> so you say that, and you scream it as loud as you can in your head, and publicly you. Say you, you're cordial. You say nothing. You just you look around the room, and be like, "Oh, I'm at the Olympics. Why do I care about mm. what this random person on Twitter is tweeting?" Mm. Steve is still <laughs> in his mom's basement. Mm. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna give this person a second of my time. Yeah, right. no. I, I don't go. I am tweeting you from my fucking house. Like, that I paid for. <laughs> asshole. I don't say that. I work for Sportsnet. Like, I don't do that. Believe me, I think it loudly. <laughs> All right, now. But, like, I wouldn't be like, hey, asshole. So, I. We're in the online port. I, uh, I got a tweet today. I got a tweet today that said. How'd it go, Adam? Uh, I, I got a tweet today that said, hey, you need to stop using the word absolutely. I heard it seven times in your 640 chat. Hashtag thesaurus. And they were talking about breakfast television. So, I tweeted them back and I said, Absolutely, in capitals. <laughs> we'll look into that. Comma, absolutely. See, I think you're wrong for looking at the tweet for more than half a second and then thinking of a reply and then tweeting back. So I you should have been like, it? "Hey, I'm fucking Adam Wild, who has six jobs, and I'm on fucking BT. Why am I giving this a second of my time?" You know what I've done three times recently, and I, I'm so proud of myself. Like, mm-hmm. I will absolutely pat myself on the back for this. I have typed out a tweet and then deleted it and deleted it. Smart. <laughs> You know how hard that is to do? You've already done all the work. Come up with your witty shit. And I got rid of it. I got rid of that genius. Got rid of it? Kept it in here. Lock it up. Because you don't have to. You don't have to. There is, there is. I believe I've preached this on the podcast multiple times. You learn about hills worth dying on. Mm-hmm. Right. That is not Contract right. lengths are the hill we will die yes. on. Oh, wait, eight years. Oh, damn it. Fuck. Fuck. Sorry. Hashtag lockout. Hashtag, yeah. Which uh, one? Which one? Good times. Yeah. Good times. Um, well, actually, I, I got to give a shout out to Liam, who responded very funnily to this tweet that I... Funnily is not Is it funnily, Adam? It's funnily. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag dictionary. <laughs> he said... Hey, Adam, what's your favorite brand of vodka? The answer is absolute, but feel free to answer anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Shout out to Liam. That's, That's very good. funny. That's good you know, the thing is, I, I imagine that something like that would probably make, like, if, if you're somebody that gets bothered by little things, A, Twitter's not for you. <laughs> B, watching television in the morning, probably not for you. If Only you're in a bad mood, put your fucking phone down. Yeah. yeah. 
Ah, oh. because you can easily respond and technically be correct. You do it on TV, then you get on there and say the words and try not to look like a dick. Yeah, <laughs> that person's probably right. That person is probably right. I probably They're said it. Seven absolutely times. right. I would imagine they are, <laughs> but I don't know. Anyway. They're also technically not her parents. <sighs> Not. Yeah, that's the key. Not her parents. They are not. Know the facts. Uh, it's funny. You're explaining that story, and I'm like, okay, I'm sort of with him. I'm sort of up. Yeah. Uh, uh. It's always funny the moment you realize, oh, they lost me. Yeah. They lost me. Hey, um, we obviously saw that, uh, and I wanted to bring this up because I think it's important. We saw Alex Rodriguez. Uh, he'll be released uh, after Friday's game. Friday, yeah. So they held a press conference. He is four home runs short of 700, and they're not going to even, they have barely b- bothered to start him this year. He's played 50 games or something. All at DH. And, oh. and you know, he's due his millions next year anyway, and he's going to be a quote-unquote special assistant. Now, uh, yeah, is okay. Alex Rodriguez... <laughs> Finally getting what Alex Rodriguez has always deserved. What is that? Well, a guy like Alex Rodriguez, probably, arguably, the best baseball player of all time. I don't know. After enough. Barry Bonds. After, oh, oh. you're going to make people real mad Barry Bonds one. is the greatest, if you're taking out steroids, he's the greatest baseball player ever. Who other Easily. than Babe Ruth is like one of the top 10 baseball players of all time who is like still revered Hank in Aaron. retirement. Like Hank Aaron Hank and Aaron. who? Cy Young. Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio. Baseball is so old, you can go yeah, back That's enough. true. Yeah. But like I'm trying to think of like Ty Cobb yep. has all sorts of terrible things on his record. Derek T- Jeter? Ted Williams. Derek Jeter. Ted Williams, isn't his freaking head frozen? I don't know, is it? Or, and there was some weird thing with his family. Baseball I guess, weird like that. I guess he weird didn't story. technically do anything. Well, I don't know. I don't know enough about him. But like, Barry Bonds has, you know, such a, such terrible things following him. Not, Ken Griffey I mean, Jr. just steroids, really. No steroids. Ken Griffey yeah. Jr. There's Might a guy. the last one, yeah. Hall of Fame last weekend. Yeah. That's yeah. A, there's a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just There's a guy. <laughs> Pete, <laughs> but Pete Rose is disgraced. Yeah. Alex no. Rodriguez. Some of the best players of all time are disgraced. Steroids aside, let's take Alex Rodriguez's steroids scandal out of it. Alex Rodriguez, for a good chunk of his career, was an absolute poison wherever he went. Mm-hmm. He had the most gift. He is a freak athletically. He is exactly how tall you want to be, exactly how strong you want to be, exactly how smart you want to be, exactly the hand-eye coordination you want to have, exactly how quick you want to be on your feet, at least in his youth. And how you want to smell. Probably that too. But Alex Rodriguez took all of that and rammed it down people's throats and said, F you, I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I wonder now, because Alex Rodriguez should have had parades thrown for him. The way, especially Americans, but we love our baseball up here. I, 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 we love it just as much. In fact, it's just mm-hmm. the Jays has sucked for such a long time. We yeah. lead the league in attendance right now. Yes, and four, every time 40, the Jays are good, thousand people a night. Every That's time so the Jays insane. are good, we do. Mm-hmm. We did it. Three, we did it in the early nineties too. Mm-hmm. Three or four years ago, it was like twelve thousand people. Yeah. yeah, and that's because they hadn't won for 17, 18 years. Yeah. yeah. And in, you know, in big cities, there's lots of shit to do. Why yeah. am I going to go watch a losing team? Yeah. So. So here's the thing. Alex Rodriguez should have 
should have literally, they should change. He's so good that they should have changed the Hall of Fame rules for him to be allowed in early. They should, like, like Gretzky. He, should, he should retire and they should be like, yep. Yep. But Alex Rodriguez is going to struggle. Struggle. To get in. Yes. Is Barry Vaughn's in? No. 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 Mark not McGuire is not time. in. Sammy Sosa is not in. Roger Clemens is not in. Wow. Now, Roger Clemens was, I would argue, good pre-steroids. I think the reason Roger Clemens took steroids was to extend his career. But Roger Clemens was a world-class, unbelievable, probably best pitcher of all time. Now, and and then there are going to be people that disagree with me on that. I just think it's funny that a guy who was so terrible to so many people is now not getting the accolades no one's doing retiring mid-season mid-season the team's over the Yankees are releasing you they want you off the team and nobody cares aren't they like within striking distance of of a playoff spot Uh, no they they traded Cashman for the season so that's even more reason to keep them on there they're not playing for anything wow they could let them sit there and they won't let them do it and I just think how just a nephew how about Mm -hmm. yeah how about that how about that? If you're terrible for long enough, it doesn't matter how good you are. I mean, he made so much money that every they, they calculated every time he caught a ball, it was worth $31,000. <laughs> Couldn't he, like, buy the Leafs on his own? Yes. <laughs> yes, he could. Yeah. Because here's the thing. they His deal came up, I think, five years ago mm-hmm. where he had an opt-out clause. He was making $25 million a year. He had an opt-out clause. So then they were like, oh, well, I guess we got to re-sign Rodriguez again. So then they re-upped him. And I think it was, what is it? It was 30-something the first year of it or something? Some Would it ridiculous. be on Baseball Reference or something? I don't know. Or I don't know. It's just, I can tell you half a second. This guy had it all. And he was good looking, too. Sure. And he, and he screwed it all up. And I just think how freaking poetic that you're retiring Alex Rodriguez and nobody cares. Oh, Not a sad. whisper. It, yeah. Meanwhile. Like if he was great, there would be essay after diatribe after whatever. All about blog posts, websites devoted to Alex Rodriguez and nobody cares. Meanwhile, you know who's getting like the Yager treatment right now? The Temu Solani treatment? Ichiro. Deservedly so. Because he deserves it. And then there was a, did you see, oh, this was another thing I wanted to bring up. There was uh, a guy on, and I forget his name, forgive me, on ESPN who tweeted, you'd think after all this time, Ichiro would learn to speak English. <laughs> and here's the deal. Ichiro does speak English. Yeah. Uh, but uses not it, to. Chooses not to. Uses a translator so that nothing gets lost in translation because you know mm-hmm. headlines can be taken out of context. Totally. So he uses a translator just to make sure yeah. because he's that exacting. Mm-hmm. They say always- that English is like, Really good, too. Yeah, he also speaks Spanish. Yeah. A lot of uh, uh, Nikolai Kuhleman was notorious for that. Like, he'd be like, oh, I don't I don't know, like, when reporters are around. And then the second the camera and the microphone disappear, oh, hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's up? Well, Ichiro was doing this because it was his, it was the 3,000 hit press conference. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he was using a translator for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't blame him for that. And And even if Ichiro didn't want to speak English, so what? <laughs> Does that change your life at all? <laughs> this guy, this guy's pretty big. Always so ask yourself this: Am I being an asshole? <laughs> yeah. And listen, we all have been that. I will stand up. I'll be the first person to admit, yeah. been an a hole many times. Not, not, not even. Sometimes you are, and you don't even realize you're being. And then, and then it takes someone else to go, "Hey, man, being an a hole." Like Steve has taken me aside. Steve once put, took me out to lunch and said, "Listen, there's some stuff that you've done." that in, isn't flying. I don't even know if you remember this. You took me to like Jack Astor's once and, and said, yeah, and you're like, listen. And, and, and you said, listen, there's some stuff and some things 
and I, I have you looked at it in this perspective. You weren't mean about it. You just I don't said, remember this at yeah. all. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. It probably so wasn't that serious of a conversation. It wasn't that serious. <laughs> yeah. But you did take me out and go, hey. Hey, listen, fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being such a dick. <laughs> but that, but that, I didn't do it on purpose, but yeah. I still was an asshole, right? Mm-hmm. I think Steve's right. Take a step back. Walk away from the computer. Walk away from the phone. Mm. Write the tweet, delete the tweet. I'm always amazed by how quickly someone will be like, I don't like so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, how come? Well, because they do this. I'm like, well, maybe you don't like that about so-and-so. You just huh. don't like that entire person because of that one thing? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I've also the, calmed down in my old age. At the peak, <laughs> not uh, true at all. A-Rod earned $33 million in one year. 2009, 2010. He earned as a baseball player what basketball players are getting to. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. insane. And what hockey players earn over six years. <laughs> over their if life. If they're good. Or Darren Helm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there were, there were some weird contracts over the summer. Actually. If you're good or Darren Helm. That's David Clarkson's, almost David Clarkson's number. Yeah. Because he's, what, he's 30, 35? 37? Uh, Wasn't he 37.5 or something? something like it was that. over 35. Yeah, it was, oh a, it was a anyway. lot. Hey, anyway. we got to make a phone call. Hello. Hello, Sarah. Hi. Hi, it's the Steve Dangle podcast calling. How are you? Oh, hi. I'm good. <laughs> good. Okay, so let's let's bring on Sarah and announce, put some context into who Sarah is. So, Steve, you heard we we did an episode a couple weeks ago. Yes. Oh, are we recording right now? Yeah, we are. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi. So you're on our show right now. Um, <laughs> where we were talking about what's up in Liberty Village, and Jesse brought up the idea. The crazy idea, crazy allegedly. Idea allegedly. Of a sober bar. To which we kind of chuckled. Maybe we're a bit harsh. <laughs> um, definitely we're a bit harsh. And it's interesting because Steve got a message not two, three days later. I did. From and Do you want to read it out? Uh, I was like, who is this Sarah person? I don't know her. It says, first of all, it starts, hey, period. <laughs> Ooh. I'm like, I'm in trouble. I'm Damn. In trouble. Hey, just listen to your podcast where you talked about our sober bar. Oh. Great comments. Uh-oh. I don't think she meant that. <laughs> really liked hearing what you boys had to say. Boys. Thanks for the exposure and the critiques. I appreciate it, smiley face. She absolutely did not. Yeah. Sarah, you. Oh, sorry. You continue. continue. We, we do serve a ton of non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> We're actually a healing center and specialize in stress management. Oh. I work with a bunch of recovering addicts and amazing people, and they expressed the need for this. So thanks again, XO. Ooh. Sarah, that's harsh. XO is harsh. Oh, I'm not done. Oh my god. And neither is she. Okay, all right. Continue, Steve. If you're ever around and want to have a, in quotes, drink, just shoot me a message. Sarah. Uh, welcome to the, so- the show, Sarah, I guess co-owner of the Sober Bar in Liberty Village. That's right. Welcome around the show. <laughs> now, Sarah. Sarah, first yeah. off, I can tell that you work, because every business owner these days has to work in customer service. I can tell you work in customer service because you write a cutting message without being cutting. That was great. Um, and and I understand if you hate us. I think that's no, fair. I, 
business, you have to be willing to extract the truth out of any critique. So, wow. Hey. That's oh my god, you do work in customer service. Yeah. <laughs> this is the exact kind of language whenever I wanted to tell someone to F off when I was behind the retail till at the Toronto Zoo. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, sir, you have a good day. Yeah. You have a good day. That's a great point, sir. That's a great point. So Sarah, here's here's the deal. Yeah. Um beyond beyond having you on and 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 you know, having you call us out, which I think was justified. Uh I, no, I do no want, Adam. She liked our critiques. I, I, have a, I have a question, though. Oh, okay. Jesse, Jesse go ahead. I, I just want to know the point of a sober bar. All right. Because so it Sarah. sounds like a, just a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sarah, I just want you to explain to me why this is a thing. So, uh, there is a growing market in Toronto for kind of a consciousness event where people go and they want to dance, they want to interact with people, and they don't want to drink. And they just want that environment that's not messy, there's not like random people hitting on you, or the energy's not dirty. And so all over the city, there's more and more events where they're sober. And so we just wanted to create an event for our customers and our clients for them to come together and just hang out and have great music and DJs and dance and so kind of take part in the whole bar atmosphere but not be you know all the gross energy that's involved there what kind of I mean listening to that it sounds great what kind of awful person would even take issue with that what kind of awful (laughs) terrible (laughs) like morally corrupt group of people might have an issue with that and I I Sarah I would like to be the first one, although will not be the last, to apologize to you. Uh, the work that you do, obviously we had no idea about the uh, addiction counseling and that sort of thing well, that you work with as well. Did we, we know that? We brought up that it's probably part of it. Did we? Oh, I yeah, but that. oh, you just steamrolled right through oh, okay. all of that, Adam. That, that, I'm not the best listener in the world, but Sarah, I apologize wholeheartedly. I was wrong. And when you put it that way, it's a great idea. And I don't, and I mean that genuinely. I truly, truly do. I'm just an idiot, and that's a gen- that is truly the- that is the truth. Jesse, can you isolate that? <laughs> I have a second question. Okay, <laughs> Jesse, go ahead. Do people actually enjoy the taste of non-alcoholic beer? Ah, oh yeah. See now, this is a there's a curator in the city called uh, Ted Fleming and Premium Near Beer, and he brings in the best tasting non-alcoholic beer and so all kinds of sparkling champagne and excellent beers and they taste good. See, I got in trouble because when we brought this up, I said that beer doesn't actually taste good. That's and our going. listeners lost it with me. Categorically false. Yeah. <laughs> well, not really. Um, but you can find other other cocktails. So anyway, uh, can we? I want you to do, take as much time as you want, shout out everything. Yeah. Shout out everything. I want to know. I want to know where we can find this place. I want to know what website, Twitter, Instagram, everything. How to send you money? Yeah, <laughs> and flowers to apologize. Truly. Oh uh, well, we are located in Liberty Village at Seven Fraser, uh, Unit Two. The Instagram is Temple Twenty Three Toronto. So is the Twitter and Temple Twenty Three on Facebook. And we would love to meet all of you guys. Amazing. <laughs> Temple 23, Temple 23, Temple 23. We're coming. Do not forget We're that. Going. We're going. The, All three of us are going. The second she messaged me, uh-huh. I went back and I listened to that segment. 
And because I was like, oh my God, what awful things did I say about the sober bar? And upon further review, I actually thought it was kind of a clever idea. And these two <laughs> dastardly villains, Adam and Jesse, the criticism. All I'm saying, you can go to Starbucks. They play some good music too. And all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, I'm an idiot, and I'm sorry. Uh, but I can't wait to go. And by the way, we're all going. We are all going yeah. there. And and we are taking pictures and we're tweeting it out. In fact, we might we might need to do a little tweet up there. I, maybe okay. maybe after a Marley's game or something, we will go there. That sounds great. Sarah, this is Sarah. I appreciate your patience. Uh, I appreciate the, the, the letter to Steve that uh, def- definitely cut us off at the knees. We apologize for our dumbness. Yeah. Um, it is very strong. But after all, we are the general public, so we're not necessarily, you know. <laughs> oh, I do have a story for you, Sarah, actually. Um, so I was uh, at my buddy's cottage, which is on an island east of Gananoque. Um I didn't even know where that was until I drove past it. Um, so, again, island, remote. And a girl I had never met walked up to me and went, Hey, you have the podcast. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she's a podcast listener. She's a hockey fan. Nope. She goes, you have the podcast where you talked about the sober bar. <laughs> <laughs> so the word is getting out, Sarah. Hey, Sarah, how did you even, who even showed you with a podcast? Unless you're, are you a listener? No, no. Okay. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> hey, again, I, I appreciate the honesty. Who showed you it? Um, my friend Stephanie Bassos actually. She listens to your podcast every every week. We she, we know her. Yeah, I know her. Who? I know, she tweets us. Who's Stephanie this? Bassos? Oh, oh yeah, Stephanie. If you're listening, don't blow up our spots. <laughs> How dare you? This one was okay. <laughs> don't screw up balconies. Don't screw up any of the yeah. goofy little things. Don't screw up the Metro Pass. You have to admit, Sarah, that that page is full of gems. Would you not say? I would say. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you know what? I, we can't wait to meet you in person. Uh, you seem like a great person, and uh, and we'll be by this season. I guarantee it. Amazing. Looking forward to it. And boy, I have never wanted to take something back more than I do right now. And I've said some dumb things. Yeah, but. I, I mean, Adam is sorry. Uh, Jesse might be sorry. <laughs> I am with you as I always have been. So let's say okay. Sarah, thank you so much for coming in and or coming in, t- coming on and uh, and giving us the time of day and a second chance. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Temple 23. You know, Jesse took the Stephen A. Smith approach there. Stephen A. Smith's no, approach. Yeah. Jesse took the Jesse approach, which is how not to apologize or admit wrongdoing. Ever. 101. Ever. <laughs> I don't admit wrongdoing. I just had some questions. I thought she could answer them. She did it. She, she did. did it. Adam, so you ask a question. I, I just capitulated. Adam I was like, I'm goes, done. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I have to and apologize. Like, that apology's great. Next question. <laughs> Just I needed some info and I found it out. great. <sighs> so we're going. We have to. Yeah, oh, we yeah, are 100%. It's in Linvidge. We're doing going. It. We're absolutely. Uh, Do we have a What's Up in Linvidge this week or should we just leave it at that? We can leave it. Okay, we we'll leave, leave it at that. Yeah. Someone open this stupid sober bar. Yeah. <laughs> in the <laughs> words of Adam Wilde, of course. Let's do the press conference right now. Okay. The Presser. S-D-P. The Steve Dangle Press Conference. But Jesse, okay, to start the press conference, I know Jesse has been waiting to hold on. He's been holding on to a gem for us. 
Yes. Because someone on Reddit, believe it or not, surprising though it may seem, has an issue with me. <laughs> it was just I one know. as being the most likable one on this show. <laughs> I mean, I'm the one that normally gets heaped with so much praise. Oh my god, the support is is <laughs> it's just mind-boggling. However, somebody took issue with something that I said. Uh-huh. What? And, boy, I'm getting used to this. Eh? I just have to eat a lot of crow all the time. But at least I'll apologize. I'll give myself a pat on the back for apologizing, which is what you should do in the first place. Anyway, um, Jesse, go ahead, man. There was just one comment on the thread. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. There was one comment on the thread of our last episode, the one with Christina Rutherford. Okay. Someone wrote, it has three upvotes. It says, oh, Adam. Not every country has a prime minister as their leader, LOL. And I would like you to rebuttal. Well, I, for one, would like to thank that uh, Redditor because I... Did you know that? I did not know that. Well... I rely on you for most information. Being half Canadian, half American, I am aware of that. Um, There is a president... In the United yeah. States. And, Adam and, is heavily invested in uh, the race between Trump and Hillary for Prime Minister of the United States. <laughs> My family is. I feel for them. Yes. Uh, we all should be, by the way, because uh, they're bigger than us. Do but you remember when you said that? I don't. Do you remember when I said that? I have that? No, no idea. I love that Jesse brings up the question. He's like, yeah, but I'm not going to go back and search for it. <laughs> that was the whole episode for you that. You know, I, I am aware of that. I am aware, and I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sorry. They don't own a sober bar. You don't have to apologize yeah, to them. I'm not sorry about that because you probably know that I know that. And you probably <laughs> could true. have deduced that I know that. And you probably could have just left me off the hook for that one because it's probably just a small mistake. Oh my God, Adam, you're doing what we talked about earlier. You're responding to something that didn't need responding so here's, to. Here's my favorite saying that I can never adhere to. You don't have to attend every argument you're invited to. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to every fight. And you poked your head in anyway. You had to just sample the free sandwiches. I love sandwiches. Maybe the free crow. Wow. (laughs) I'm eating it. Sorry, I'm choking. First question. Which Olympic sport would you do best in? (laughs) Stage of us. Uh, The 100 meter dash. So it was the one track event I was good at in well, school. And but and just why are you looking at me? I had to, you know how much I had to deal with that being a white guy good at the hundred meter dash in Scarborough. Well, I mean, are you though? The aerodynamics. Were you sick? Were you good? Oh my god, we would have the track meet at Pope mm-hmm. if you're from the neighborhood. Pope and it, it Steve would be went to Catholic school, as you can deduce, probably. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh yeah, my elementary school was yes. Pope. I mean, sorry, it was Catholic. Pope was the Catholic high school, so yes. yeah, we did it there. I get it. Um, but it was 16 people, and I'm standing there like, "Hey guys, you know the one freaking white kid," and everyone bet against me. And my buddy's older brother, who went to Pope, made money on me because what's he, best, he saw he knew how fast I was. When, the, what position did you come in? Uh, divisional, I came second, and then at regional, I just missed the cutoff for city, but I beat the kid that beat me at divisional. And you know it was the greatest athletic achievement of my life because I remember that shit. I, was, I ran 12, I 12 want, seconds. I be, you know under. that running music that they always play when someone's going to do, 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 do. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. what I want to be playing as Steve tells this story. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what it's called. Um, I'm sure you'll tell me on Reddit, though. Uh, 
I, Jesse, I'm surprised that you're surprised. Mm. Looking at the I'm aer- offended aerodynamic athletic specimen that is Steve Dangle. I look at Steve and I say, that's a fast that's a, sprinter. That's a wow. sprinter. Wow. That guy can sprint. Wow. <laughs> what, what do you think I'm good at then? Go ahead and say nothing. <laughs> Go ahead and say nothing. thought you were going to pick something like shot put. I thought something like that Javelin. Too. No. We, how do you get good at Javelin? Your school well, has to have Obviously, you're that. in the Roman legions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... Obviously. You know what you should definitely Fencing. let high school kids do? Throw friggin' javelins. <laughs> yeah. You know, really. you could be an equestrian person. You could ride a horse. I, have, I don't know let if I've ever rode a horse. <laughs> I've rode a camel. You that's fun. The, you worked at the zoo, though. I rode an elephant. You rode an elephant? That's cool. At the no. Bowmanville Zoo. Ooh. Boo, hiss, boo. Ooh. Like yeah. skeet shooting? They're, they're closing down. Can you, can you shoot a gun? I have never shot a gun. Whoa. I'm not even good at laser tech. <laughs> um, but I can run. <laughs> I can run away from the laser fire. <laughs> He's fast. Okay. I I was fast. I screwed up my back and I'm not as fast. Yeah. Excuses. We should race. <laughs> Shit. I don't even know how fast I could go now. I would love to I'll see. Try it. I raced Jesse. There's a, there's a movie theater downtown. Oh, I remember that. There's a movie theater downtown and, uh, uh, it has these stairs, the Scotia Bank Theater at uh, John and yeah. uh, King and John there, or is it Adelaide? Adelaide, John? Adelaide, John. Adelaide Richmond, John? Richmond, Richmond, John. John. Yeah. Wait, Richmond you John. did you race Jesse up the stairs? Yeah, the stairs which are like three three stories. It's Jesse takes four stairs at a time. We tied. We did tie wow. on the stair. Yeah. Tied. Yeah. Jesse, we did. We went to pursuit. It's yes. like a what? What would you call it? A free run place, yeah. like a parkour kind yeah. of place. And there was this like half pipe that I ran up, and I was so proud that I did it. And Jesse basically just touched the top. Like, <laughs> but that's a little different. I, I, I have a slight height advantage. That is a little different. Yeah. Um, slight height How advantage. Olympic sport. The what only thing I was telling ever... you again. Six four. Six four. You are. Yeah, you're about half a foot tall. <laughs> I'm gonna Steve Dangle this one. Okay. And I am gonna say something that you would probably not expect as well. I would say gymnastics. Uh, is yeah. I was always really good at long jump. That was my thing. I was a good jumper. Uh, which, go, ahead. Uh, go ahead. Adam, I believe that. I was a good high jumper, too. Um, and it, I sucked at high jump so much. Yeah. The, the only thing is I just, I've never been very tall, and I've never been athletically gifted. If I were to pick something I was strong at, it was jumping. Um, but I, I wouldn't say I was even the best in my elementary school. So... Um, my best, I, I think I'd be a really, really good, um, Olympic spectator. I think that's my, that's my sport. <laughs> Jesse. By the way, I'm not going to win the hundred meter dash. Oh, you weren't <laughs> saying you're going to be Usain Bolt. <laughs> no, I'll definitely, I'll beat like Justin Gallen. <laughs> the fact that you know another sprinter is. I know like. That's great. I know so many. No, I'm impressed. Before Usain Bolt, I believe Donovan Bailey's world record was the last clean one. Because Maurice mm. Green broke it a couple times, but yeah. he tested positive. Yeah, and you know that Ben Johnson's race, uh, 1988, where Ben Johnson, Canadian, won it nine seven nine, stripped of his gold medal. You know that it's it's now been proven that every single person in that race was doping on something. Yeah, so he won. Mm-hmm. He did, but they won't give it back to him, and I they know. won't take it away from anybody else in that race. Now, okay, if you test positive like a month later, right? Mm-hmm. And they strip you of your gold medal, but you have it. Do they show up to your house? Yeah, like, they, I wouldn't yeah. give it back unless you're from Russia, <laughs> because Russia has 
nudes of everybody in the IOC, which is how the Russian Federation are even in the Olympics right now. Wasn't there a story of um, like Vladimir Putin saw someone had like a Super Bowl ring or something? He's like, can I try that on? And he just tried it on and just kind of walked away. Is that a true story? I don't know. I, I, I'm someone will find it. It's and like send that it to episode us, sure. of The Simpsons where they went down to Cuba and then they showed him the thousand dollar bill yeah. to Castro, and then he's like, "Ooh, can I can I hold that?" And he's like, "You wouldn't let Castro hold your thousand dollar bill," and he holds it, and the camera turns away. And he's like, "What bill? <laughs> what bill?" <laughs> he just has the thousand dollar yeah. bill now. Jesse, what's your uh, what's your sport? Um, either volleyball, indoor volleyball, because I'm pretty good at volleyball, and I'm volleyball like really tall. Sick. Yeah, um, or cross country. Like the long, the long running. I, I was run. not good at that, that, that kind of running. At the men's Canada versus United States uh, volleyball game the other day, the NBC commenter kept commentator kept kept calling uh, Canada the U.S.'s little brother, yeah. and then the U.S. Or Canada beat the U.S. Good three <laughs> zero. Good. It wasn't even close. We we are more like Great Britain's children, both of us. I mean, I think, why can't we just be independently awesome? How about that? Just saying. How about uh, the more victors like, over? More like the we're, we're Great Britain's brother, not. Mm. Just but, think, but what does Colby Rasmus's dad have to say? <laughs> does Colby Rasmus's dad have things to say? Oh, we won't even get to it. Okay. Wow. Have you guys seen the ratings for the Olympics? They're good, right? They are not good. Oh, okay. In so, Canada or in the states? I mean, in the, the states. states. I yes. thought they were yeah. great. Oh, okay. So the opening ceremony did a seventeen point two. The 17.2 You know, I take that back. Million. Canada is the United States' little brother because the United States was founded first. England founded both countries. It, 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 they did. And the United States broke off. But was Canada raised by its grandparents? Well, that... I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. That wasn't even uh, sorry, good. say that. The NBC <laughs> ratings So the NBC ratings were 17.2. Um, in Sydney, they had an 18.5. In London, they had a 23. You know what's, you know what's changed? It's the way you, you watch. Mean England. No, 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 London. Like just the city? Yeah, London. Yeah, because the last the city, city's host. <gasps> oh, Olympics. I'm an idiot. I thought you were. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm an idiot. I thought you were talking about the ratings in those places. No, <laughs> for no, the no, opening. no, 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 no. Australians are coming up in droves. So <laughs> I was like, oh wow, they good. They love England. it. Um, <laughs> so they yeah. went from a 23 to a 17. I would account what for that happen? by saying that. We can watch anything online. And all their live streaming stuff doesn't count towards those numbers. Mm. And, it, and they may not be making up their, um, uh, their revenue on that. Uh, but as I've said many, many times, we have to change the way things are rated. Uh, we have to wait, change the way things are measured and we have to do, because oh. right now it's only the television that they're rating. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not fair. NBC has a bunch of stuff online. Uh, there's people watching stuff on mm-hmm. Periscope. There's people watching Canadian feeds. I mean, isn't it silly that I, as a YouTuber, have better knowledge of the people who watch my videos than any TV station in this country or in the world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that just ridiculous? Yeah. It's stupid. It is stupid. Why do we do it that way? Um, because we enjoy making things as difficult as humanly possible. And, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I think NBC, I think people are still watching. And I think that's not an accurate reflection of what's going on. That's all. I think so, too. Because my Twitter was just full of people talking about it. Absolutely. The best part about the Olympics, the Olympics are awesome. The best part is you can have it on all the time and cheer for someone you've never heard of, but because they're wearing your country colors, you're like, oh, my God, this is so exciting. Um, yeah. So I asked someone this last night. If, like, okay, I saw Canada versus Italy men's beach volleyball. Mm-hmm. 
and I just saw some Italian spectators in the crowd going nuts. Yeah, Italy volleyball. Like, just going nuts. So when you come from a country that is not the host, right? Mm -hmm. So you're from Italy and you go to Brazil and you're not a family member. Like, what's the story there? Like, do you just get tickets to a bunch of random things? There are people that do that. Yeah. Yeah? Absolutely. Um, And you just fucking cheer for Italy as hard as you can. The Aussies are famous for that. Uh, Well, because every Australian has itchy feet. Yes, true. They can't sit still. My dad went to the Athens Games in 2004 uh, for work, and he said that the he said the Australians were by far the best people at the at the at the entire thing. He said because he said like you go to a, a rowing event, and so they would they would start to cheer based on people's row, like strokes and that sort of thing, and and like they had like specific cheers for each sport. You imagine having a cheer for rowing? Huh? The Aussies have it, and and it's just like they're just so much fun, right? And that's. Aussies do have itchy feet. Let's look for sure. adventure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Every so, situation. I think there are people that do that. I think that would be. I would love to do that. It's just very, very expensive. Also, there's something. I, I think Rio is probably quite safe right now, but there is something that's a little bit. No, you don't think so. Not the videos I've seen. <laughs> there is something a little bit freaky about from from the reports we've read, and I'm sure some of that is overblown. Some of it's true. I don't no. know for sure, but I, I I have to say there's just something that makes me a little bit uncomfortable about what's going on well, there. You know what, Adam? At least it's safer than Vancouver was. <laughs> Who said that? Some schmuck from Pittsburgh. Um, not hey, named Mark Madden? No. And so, because it's not Mark Madden, let me ask you this, Pittsburgh. Who in your city is... Any good at talking about sports? There's lots of people. <laughs> no, but like out of the big people, the, the big names, they mm. all seem like shit. So this guy was a big name. Uh, I think his name is Dan Kovacevich or something like that. We should and, ask Mr. Darnay. Oh yeah, we should. Ashley Chase. Mm-hmm. Nah, she's in the business. I don't yeah. know. It'd be interesting to know because they. It seems like well, it seems like anybody who's got a bad opinion that they'll yell about gets a following. As if Vancouver was the most. He said it was the most dangerous of the five he's covered. So he's just lying. Yeah, he's just being a schmuck. Yeah. So he's an idiot. He's just being a shithead. Hey, hey, he's being hey a you know what you're shithead. doing? You're you're poking your head into something that you could have just you just <laughs> like, leave it. I wanted to. Yeah, exactly. Right? I wanted to be like, can someone follow this guy? Can someone follow him and give him attention so he shuts the fuck up? <laughs> fair. Like fair. Yeah, fair. What is the easiest thing to say here? Like, that is one level removed from the Spurs could have beat this Cleveland Cavaliers team. <laughs> Skip Bayless's Sistine Chapel of tweets. Is that the best Skip Bayless tweet of all time? Probably. Probably. How do you beat that? Or Tim Tebow is an elite quarterback. Yeah. Ooh, was that a Skip Bayless tweet? I'm pretty sure that's a Skip Bayless tweet as well. There's a Mount Rushmore oh, of Skip Bayless tweets. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me started. Anyway, uh, Jesse, last question or next uh, question? We're out of questions. Look at this shit. Whitewater oh. kayaking? Everybody oh, listening, it's... look at this shit. But yeah. look at that shit. And everybody watching who can't see the television screen. <laughs> look at that. It is pretty cool. Can somebody describe what we're watching, please? It's whitewater what, kayaking. It looks like whitewater kayaking. It's like indoors or something. You get it, but they got to hook around things and they, it's crazy. That looks like the hardest thing. There. The thing about the Summer Olympics, and yeah, a big chunk of the Winter Olympics, is they're, they're just full of sports that I don't know how you get good at them. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, like, who... 
uh, like javelin, like like this. I mean, uh, it's a it's a weird thing. Like, how do you get into some of these I sports? Know and there's lot. people who are like 16, so yeah. they're young, right? Mm-hmm. I know a lot of like the horse riders and some of the ski shooters. They're the children of some very wealthy people. Like you'd have yeah, to I don't be. think horse riding skeet shooters would, yeah. would come from a not well-to-do family. Are you saying there's no like equestrian cool runnings movie coming? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some country with no horses. <laughs> they so come like, and they win. It's very wealthy children who have a lot of free time and can afford these things. Oh, and a lot of Which, by the sports. way, is how the Olympics were, were formed. Mm-hmm. That was the whole idea. The reason that the NHL took so long to be a part of the Olympics is because the athletes got paid and you couldn't be in the Olympics if you got paid. Mm-hmm. The idea is it's amateur sport. You couldn't get paid to do it. So the guy that reformed the Olympics in the late 1800s was, I believe, a British or American like elitist and only, only wanted rich people's kids, the ones who could afford it, to be in it. And it was supposed to be an elitist thing. It was supposed to be that only the elites could do this. Mm. Um, and that's why, like, when someone like Jesse Owens came along in the 30s, it was like, oh, my God. A poor, this? A poor child is in the Olympics? How? Have you this seen, is wrong. Have you seen um, the timeline, the history of the 100-meter dash record? No. No? It's the guy. There's some guy said it in like 1913 and it was like 11.2 seconds for the 100 meter dash which you wouldn't even qualify for like the final heat in like the Canadian championships mm-hmm. with that time you might not even get invited to the event if you run anything above 11 and then Jesse Owens comes along and I think it was 10.2 wow just stomps on it stomps on it and Something like 75 years passes, and Usain Bolt now holds the record at 9.58, which is still less than a second faster. Yeah. Like, by the way, I was wow. uh, I was looking at this, uh, I was watching this video about how scientists are baffled that Bolt can run that fast, because there is supposed to be a certain speed, like a mm-hmm. maximum speed that humans yeah. can run before their muscles just start detaching from bone. He hasn't reached it yet. It's, it's something ridiculous, like eight. I'm pretty sure. The shame is like, is he ever going to? Yeah. Probably not, right? Like, not eight the, something. No. Even I mean, if he he's wins on, gold, he's is he not, not almost on the downside of his career now too. Sprinter. Well, he's got to be. Yeah, for a sprinter, 100. percent Yeah, he's got to be. Like, like Phelps is too. Phelps should. Phelps but, probably. He retired and he came back and he's still um, winning gold. So they, they actually did. The, they went into the science and I, I don't know much about it, but they obviously it has science next to it. Of course, I don't know much about it, but the, apparently Michael, the reason that Michael Phelps is so good, a physically he's meant to be more than most humans in the water. Most Olympic swimmers are shaped like fish. Yeah. He apparently has the best, you know, that when they hit the wall and they flip. Oh yeah. It's his flip, mm. the flip and the push. That really the sets turn. him apart. Yeah, the turn. The turn. Yeah. Um, it, it, apparently, his is so perfect, that's what gives him the edge. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. I thought that was really cool. I was like, huh. Huh. Sports science. Mayor. Mayor. Uh, so, Steve, you're heading to Scotland. I am. Next week, we will run a best of the Steve Dangle podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> yeah, that was the yeah. plan. That's oh, okay, good. Question. No, we were talking about it from the radio portion because, uh, like, radio. some of our best bits are online only. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I don't think we have anything for radio. We can't go on the radio yeah. with fucking Zubat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, by the way, 
I Pokemon <laughs> Go needs to chill on the fucking update. <laughs> when a level fucking uh, CP69 Pidgey is running away from me after I throw three Pokeballs I at. have to send you a hot take I saw the other day that ruled Pokemon Go a failure. Who? No, where? Find it now. We're here. No one read it because they're on their phone playing Pokemon Go. I want to hear this. Hot take. Pokemon Go is a bad game. Yeah, also the Vancouver Olympics were unsafe and the Spurs would have beaten the Cavs. You got to give me a second to find like a good point I can summarize because it's a long article. Read the whole thing. Hold start on, someone wrote an article about this? Yeah, it's a long article about Adam, why it's not a good game. No, they didn't. They wrote a think piece. By the way, did you read that while Jesse's looking that up, Facebook's getting rid of all the clickbait headline stuff? So if, if you have a clickbait headline, like you won't believe number seven, all that stuff, they will bury it and you will not, it will not come up. I was number two in a BuzzFeed listicle yesterday. Get out! For what? Um, Katie Ledecky tweets. The um, American yeah. Olympic swimmer who who waved like who beat did that her Beyonce own wag of the finger. Oh, did she? I, I believe that was Katie Ledecky as well. She beat her own world record. Yeah, and she's I, incredible. Yeah, I said uh, breaking. Katie Ledecky tests positive for gills. Oh, Hilarious. That's right? such a bu- oh Buzzfeed would have eaten that up. Absolutely. I was number two. Damn, got a lot of retweets for that one. Oh, buddy. If I if what? I run if I run through a couple points from this article, you guys kind of yeah yeah we'll refute go with them. All right. So what about the three-step bug which made locating monsters impossible? Third-party services that alleviated that issue were shut down by the game's creator. Which is true. Because fuck anyone trying not to wander around aimlessly. Well, here's the thing. Today they came out with a new a new uh, um, update, and it will roll out in many different countries, but I know it's in the States right now, uh, where you can actually, it will tell you, it will show you a picture of what your Pokemon is near. So if you're searching for an Eevee and it's a block away, it'll now show you that that Eevee is next to the McDonald's a block away, which is cool. Doesn't that take away some of the fun? Mm. Well, not all of us have the time. Like, I like it because I don't have that much time to kind of walk around and, and grab this stuff. So, so I, I was so using those three third-party apps. Mm-hmm. I understand them wanting to shut it down because it was it was holding down the servers. It kept making – because those those third parties would, would attach onto the server from the way I understand it. This is very, very basic, and it would bring the server down. And you'd see a lot of crashing in the game because there were so many of them. You know what's going to be great? When school starts back up and uh, at some point in September, like 16 students in the same class at the same time, can I go to the bathroom? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you actually have to go to the bathroom? No, a Lapras freaking appeared and I need to catch it. All right. So playing Pokemon Go gives the impression that you, the player, have some level of control and self-determination over your team of cockfighting anime monsters. You don't. The game is a sprinkle of dumb luck with a heart-stopping dose of relentless grind, and the latter only gets worse the longer you play. Isn't that Okay, life? but enough about this article about poker. What about Pokemon Go? <laughs> Isn't, what do you enough, about, enough about this article about all sports ever. <laughs> and all you, or any game ever. You can't catch them all, because many of the mon- monsters are either unavailable or region-specific. You can't become a gym leader for any meaningful length of time. The battle mechanics are laggy and lopsided. The same five monsters seem to dominate every gym, only to be replaced within minutes by a different team's identical monsters. Uh, so the person what, what who wrote say? this is just not good at the game. <laughs> so what's the end goal? To slowly and painfully shamble towards the next level? Why does there have to be an end goal? 
I think we will find out. I think the whole point of the game is we know there's more updates coming. So this is just the first yeah. start. This is beta. It's this getting it. people outside, but everyone I've met in this fashion, I could have happily never spoken to. Well, that's oh, your- this is just a prick. <laughs> that's your problem. That's just a that's prick. Not, that's not our problem, and that's not their problem. Pokemon is not a defining part of my personality. I have no enough shit. friends. Mm-hmm. I have enough friends. The only thing that was ever fun about Pokemon Go was figuring out just what we were supposed to be doing. Now we know the answer. Wander, pray, get our asses kicked by cheaters. I'm deleting my account, and so should you. How old is this person? He's a writer? If the answer is above eight, how do you write that? How do you write that and like go, I did a good job today? You got paid to shit on Pokemon. Like, really, like, I would love to just give that guy a joint. <laughs> yeah. And just be like, think about what you just did. Yeah, man. I think you're he's right. Happy. I was pretty lame to those people. I yeah, think he's, you were. I think he's happy. Um, you think? Yeah. Anyone who says, I have enough friends, has exactly four friends. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, have you noticed that? Anyone who says, I have enough friends, is not someone you would want to be friends with? It's like anybody's house with a no trespassing sign. It's always the house you'd never want to go to. Yeah, no trespassing. Thank you, house that hasn't had their lawn mowed since 1997. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I I will keep that in mind. (laughs) I will keep that in mind. Dog on premise. Okay. (laughs) Thank you, house trying to do an impression of the house from Sandlot. Yeah, right. Yeah, I absolutely won't come to the door. (laughs) I think this person, A, was told by an editor, "Tell, tell us why you don't like Pokemon Go. Because we need an angle on that. Because everybody likes it. Because people will talk about it. Exactly. Talk the other about why thing the is, Vancouver Olympics suck. The other, uh, the other thing I would say is that, um, to Steve's point, I think he he. Sorry, I, I got to cut you off. There's a Japanese kayaker getting ready to go in the whitewater kayaking, and there are legions of Japanese fans like, fuck yeah, whitewater kayaker. <laughs> if I, was I love that. I'd go fuck yeah, whatever sport this is. Oh, of course. I don't anyway. know how they score this thing, but I'm into it. Sorry, um, I'm sorry. But, you know, I would say that he seems like a person who is an objectionable person to be around. You might disagree. There's, there's certain friends that you have that you might disagree with their opinions on things. But you'd still, you still want to go for a beer with them because they're a good time and they're a good person, right? I have the perfect thing when you're done. Oh, no. Oh, well, then I, I'm just going to shut up. Do you know what this guy's Twitter handle is? Oh, Steve underscore Daniel. It's at Brian disagrees. Okay, well, there, there I believe I just nailed <laughs> How it. How thick is his neck I think beard? you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a picture of himself. No, of course it's not. Why would he show his actual face? Brian disagrees. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, imagine your Twitter handle was Steve hates on things. You just went out and you tweeted a bunch of hate all the time. Would you be happy with your life? He has a tweet that begins. <laughs> are you ready for this? I always love when people tweet out articles and they and the first two words are in which. Well, I don't understand. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know you're an asshole. <laughs> when the first in two which words, you are an asshole. Yeah. In which. Why do some people get off on the displeasure they bring others? Rightly or wrongly. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast, I want you to get off this fad, and I've done it in the past, and I will never do it again. Don't post a screenshot of someone who has blocked you. You shouldn't be proud that someone found you so friggin' awful that they blocked you out of their timeline. Um, 
So yeah. insufferable. Well, maybe we should say the same about Sarah. Sarah, who owns the sober bar? Because, I mean, we did go in, at, in on Sarah's sober bar, right? No, she didn't block us. She didn't block us. No, I wasn't talking about that specifically, but I'm like... Mm. Adam, I have no guilt in this. You can go back and listen to this. Oh, segment. okay, fine. Um, it was I, literally me standing there after uh, just exiting a phone booth with my cape blowing in the wind. <laughs> and then there was dastardly Adam. Listen, I just want to say... tied Jesse to the What we're getting tracks. at here is Pokemon Go rules. Steve is going on vacation <laughs> next week, and it yes. is time to wrap it up. So thank you so much for yes. listening to the Steve Dangle podcast. I might not come back. Um, You're going to catch Scottish Pokemon. I'm Well, yeah, I'm going to catch Scottish Pokemon, but also... Uh, a few days into the trip, I'm going to a game between Aberdeen uh, and Hearts. Uh, and I didn't know this. I thought my stepfather was kidding. He was not. Our seats are right by the fence that separates oh the two God. fan bases. Oh, no, he's not kidding. That's cool. Well, it's nice knowing you, pal. That'll be fun. At least, at least when they attack, you won't know what's coming because you won't be able to understand it. Exactly. I don't know if that's happy phlegm or angry phlegm. I'm not sure. So uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Thank you so much for listening. Steve, have a great time on your vacation. Hey, thanks, pal. And uh, we will be back. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.